Welcome to Urban Forum Northwest with your co-host Haywood Evans and uh, Eddie Rye. Uh, we have a number of people are talking with today. We were planning on having Congressman Hank Johnson on at the beginning of the program, but as you all know, the impeachment proceedings are going on, and he is taking care of the people's business. So if he gets an opportunity, he will be calling in. Uh, we do have uh, one of my friends on the line. We're going to do some announcements before we go to Fred Anderson, retired Seahawks Seahawk. Two Super Bowl rings with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's now serving on uh, the Seattle Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Organizing Coalition to raise the funds to make sure that event uh, takes place and is successful. I also want to give a shout-out to Edwin Bailey, who's also on the committee now, and Fred is working to have a secure meeting with Mario Bailey, former UW star who is now working for the Seattle Seahawks. But before we get started... Uh, Urban Forum Northwest is brought to you by Sound Transit Small Business Development Labor Compliance Office, the City of Seattle's Purchasing and Construction Services Office, the Port of Seattle's Diversity Contracting Office, that's me and Rice, who will be our new sponsor, and Concourse Concessions with Dave Fukuhara, SeaTac Bar Group LLC, Stephanie Ogle does our website, and uh, this past Tuesday I did represent the McKinney Coalition at the Port of Seattle's uh, uh, Christmas Gala. And which was very well attended, although some people I was looking for I didn't see. Amen. But uh, uh, I, I want to also let you know that uh, I also want to let you know that this week uh, on Saturday the Seattle Medium Z Twins Annual Toy Drive will be happening at 2600 South Jackson. Also, if you pick up the Medium, you can see that they're doing a partnership with Safeway, and there are a number of Safeway stores where you can drop toys off as well. Then there will be a big uh, Christmas party at CAYA with Joe Staten at 119 23rd Avenue. And uh, before we go any further, I want to give a shout-out of condolence uh, to a gentleman who used to own one of the largest businesses in the central area called the Madison Builders. It was uh, a, a supply company. His name is Bob Porter. He also had a barbecue uh, uh, shop called The Generals. And so Bob uh, Porter has passed away. Uh, there will be a celebration of life. Uh, will be uh, held on Saturday at 11 o'clock a.m. at the Center of Faith Church of God in Christ, and that is in 272571 102nd Place Southeast, and that will be in Kent, Washington. So, uh, you know, Martin Luther King event is coming up, and Hayward has been working with John Birchie and all the group from, matter of fact, we had Lisa Marks on last week on the committee from the Carpenters for the Opportunity Fair Fred Anderson is a retired contractor and still might get paid for all the wrong was done to him yeah. by the tunnel partners and others. But uh, Fred has stepped up to assist us with uh, raising money for the, Mar- the Mar- annual Martin Luther King event. And I do want to say that we'll have uh, Shadi Moore, the chair of that committee, on. She'll be on a little later in this program. So, Fred, we want to uh, first of all thank you for taking the bull by the horn, so to speak, and bringing <laughs> Edwin Bailey in and now, when did Edwin Bailey play for this? He was a, he's a retired Seahawk lineman, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Edwin played, uh, I believe, it was '81 through uh, oh, like '89 or something like that. Edwin got his uh, ten years in uh, with Seahawks. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. that's great. Now, yeah. your prowess is that you uh, got two Super Bowl rings, and you guys had a 40th anniversary. Of the Pittsburgh Steelers that won the Super Bowl in 79, right? That's correct. Yeah, we were back there uh, for four days on the 9th, the 8th, excuse me, the 8th of uh, 
last month. We had a good time back there. They had a big fundraiser in the name of uh, concussion. Uh, it was very, very well received and uh, very well attended, and we had a good time seeing some of our old teammates we hadn't seen in a long time. Okay. And uh, the work that right now, you know, we're trying to raise money for uh, to sustain uh, not only the uh, the MLK event, but also, uh, you know, was uh, the Opportunity Fair was added like four years ago to yeah. provide people with some opportunities. And just <laughs> instead of having a march and a dream and some Israel's chicken and uh, the rally, but also to give them something constructive uh, and some hope for the on that Tuesday morning. And last year, 138 people left with. Uh, with opportunities in terms of employment, <laughs> and there were about uh, hey, it was about fifty employers and organizations last year. Oh yeah, at least at least fifty. But and the beauty was they were hiring on the spot. People got jobs literally that same day, which is absolutely magnificent. Yeah, and what a a, a better way to serve as Martin Luther King's dream as to come with some opportunities in the community for folks that are, we all are in need in one way or another, and we all are looking for opportunities to better ourselves. And it's just great that that piece is, is live well and strong and getting stronger, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. And uh, anything that we can do, we're trying to get the Seahawks involved. Uh, we hope we got a meeting coming next week. Um to uh, get them involved uh, more ways than one. And then Edwin is spreading the word. And I'm, I'm also talking to the, uh, uh, the NFL PA, our local chapter, uh, trying to get the, the guys involved because we need more presence in the community from us retired NFL players. We're all about the community. That's where we all come from. And uh, I'm, so far it's, it's been well-received. We need to continue to follow through, but I'm very happy with where we are right now with it. I'm excited. So uh, let's see. I guess the next meeting is Tuesday. Tuesday. And that's going to be uh, at uh, Langston Hughes. And pretty soon yeah. we'll be meeting at McKinney Center next year this time, yes, hopefully. So, uh, but uh, Fred, you worked also worked on uh, the committee last year. Uh, just <laughs> give us, uh, you mentioned the, the opportunity fair and stuff. Uh <laughs> You know, it would really be helpful if we could get some of the Seahawk players. We really need to encourage some of these young brothers to get involved. Yeah. As you yeah. know, the, the ladies have stepped up to the plate doing uh, the, uh, most of the work. Yeah. <laughs> so Amen. I have to give them credit. Amen. We have to give them credit where credit is due. Amen. So yes. I was uh -huh. thinking that if we could probably get uh, some of the Seahawk players to do like PSAs for radio exactly. or maybe get a, a, yeah. a, 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 a TV station or two, maybe mm -hmm. Jesse Jones or Angela Russell can help us get some PSAs on to have these players encourage people to participate in the MLK event. That's exactly what we're, uh, we're going to do when we have our meeting is to make them aware of the event and the date and the time and, and what our needs are. And, uh, and one way we can help grow these, these young athletes is to have them emerge more into the what MLK is all about and and help us to serve and we're all about trying to serve so we want to try to uh, help them grow in their walk and this is one way we can do that well that's, i'm sure glad that you and edwin bailey and others are stepping up to the plate but actually 
uh, in the meeting next week, it would be good if we could get a couple of the players mm-hmm. uh, through Mario Bailey and Mike Flood and the folks at the Seahawks mm-hmm. uh, to do, like, maybe a couple of public service announcements. Uh, well, Eddie, we plan on, like you said, we, we're going to tap into that and uh, uh, express how we would like to have them participate and, uh, and what it looks like and uh, for them and for us. And it'd be a win-win for everyone right here in Martin Luther King County, you know, the Seahawks. And uh, we just want to get the word out, and, and it, everything is a, a teaching moment here. Uh, and I think a lot of these players don't even know that King County is after Martin Luther King County. It's, it's named after him and it's honorary. Mm-hmm. And I, I can guarantee you they don't know that. Well, I guess you'll let them know at the meeting. Oh, you <laughs> The meeting's going to be held next week? Yes. Yes, I'm okay. just waiting for Mario. Uh, we gave him some dates, and uh, uh, being that I'm, I'm leaving, uh, 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 I won't be present uh, Thursday, Friday. I uh, made an emphasis to Mario to, uh, you know, we need to try to make this happen by Wednesday. So uh, he texted me last night, and I'm sure he's gathering up all the folks that he'd like to have at the meeting. And uh, uh I'm just waiting for him to get back to me. If I don't hear back from him, which I know I will, Mm -hmm. I'm going to communicate back to him by tomorrow sometime, if not this evening. And uh, uh, Fred, hey, we're here. What's the possibility of getting on the agenda itself to do a presentation with them, with the Players Association? Well, um, I'm I'm making a uh, – well, I'm having a conversation with them uh, about this as well. And, uh, you know, it's holidays and things, and everyone's doing a lot of things. But I've been bulldogging and trying to get everyone's attention. I think it's a good opportunity that we can get that presence between now and, uh, I'd say, a week from now. We should be able to have make that happen. Uh, I'm just going to – we're going to stay after it and stay mindful, and uh, it should all come together. You know, I'll definitely communicate back to you, Hayward and Eddie, uh, you know, how we're coming with this thing. But it's, it's right in the forefront there. You know, the beauty of it, because like you were saying, this is Martin Luther King County, mm-hmm. and they should be aware of that. But in that same vein, there might be some needs that they have that we can assist them with. And so we we'd can, be definitely interested in hearing their agenda. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things when we sit down and have that conversation, uh, we're going to put that out there as well. And if they have some uh, things they'd like for us to, to put on the table, that's going to be the time for us to get it done for them. Well, the other thing, Fred, about changing gears and going to, uh, you know, uh, Hayward and I, along with Lynn French, who is a, uh, a consultant for the McKinney Coalition mm-hmm. for the yeah. Central uh, District Community Preservation Development Authority. Yeah. And I was talking to Lynn Simpson, uh, Lynn Can Builders, like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been talking to quite a few folks who have in, in the construction industry because we're going to be needing people with the expertise and the background and experience to come in to work with the young upstarts who could have a chance to go into construction and other uh, business areas. It's so important, Eddie. We, we secure that and make that happen, and that would be our beacon uh, moving forward. Uh, there's educational uh, things that we can uh, promote uh, for contractors and, and 
and folks in the community. Uh, we need that building, and we need that to be present uh, moving forward. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, we, we'll, we'll have a building that will have a, a platform that we can move forward and really get some things done. We don't want to lose any more ground. We want to start making ground, and that's how we can make that happen. You're absolutely right. That we start reclaiming some of what we used to have. You, and, Amen. The and the exciting thing about you participating, Fred, is that you can literally mentor these people, and, and because of your activities, some of the legislation or, or regulations now as it relates to uh, contracting have been changed, due directly because of you and your efforts. Yeah, well, Eddie I, uh, and Hayward, uh, you know, like I say, things happen, and uh, it always has to be bad. We can take what we... Uh, We've learned uh, or what's bad, and we can make sure that some of the other contractors don't have the same pitfalls. And there's things that we can do to help ourselves with uh, just in, in terms of uh, educational information. Let, and, let me uh, share this right quick, Fred. I just got a text from uh, Congressman Hank Johnson. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. The hearing is ongoing with the end not in sight, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do an interview during the hearing, mm-hmm. so today is not looking good. Okay, so I just want to let our listeners know that that uh, Congressman is, uh, and his first responsibility is to what he's doing right now. We can get with him next week. So, Fred, I want to thank you very much, man, for all the work you're doing, and I look forward to hearing when we're going to be sitting down with the Seahawks. Tana Yasu, the treasurer of the CLMLK Organizing Coalition, will also be present, I think. Yep, uh, we okay. make sure she's uh, in, uh, included, and and uh, I'm just looking for. I'm excited. I'm, okay. I'm ready to go get this stuff done and move into uh, a new season here. All right, Fred Anderson, uh, thank thanks you. much. Appreciate it. Okay, you too. All right, okay, okay. Our next guest is Federal Way City Council Member Jesse Johnson, who on the, who uh, on the nineteenth is it the nineteenth, sir? Nineteenth. Yes, sir. December 19th, you'll be 30 years old? Yes, sir. And he'll also be announcing that he's a, a, a candidate for the legislative, the 30th Legislative District State Representative. So, uh, young man, you are flying up the yes. ladder. So, uh, are you looking at the governor's office yet? Well, uh, that's never out of sight. Uh, there I you go. I want to just see where I can be the best and most effective advocate. And uh, I had nothing but good things to hear about you, but... Why don't you take a little time for the listeners that don't know about you, share a little bit about your background. Sure. So um, I'm from Federal Way, uh, born and raised. I went to Federal Way High School and uh, went into education after getting my bachelor's and master's from the University of Washington and started as a dean at Garfield High School about seven years ago and have uh, worked as a college and career counselor and in behavior intervention and uh, currently work in Highline Public School District, uh, basically trying to recruit teachers and uh, educators. So um, decided to run for city council in my hometown two and a half years ago on the premise that I wanted to, us to be represented in local government. And I also saw an issue with um, Federway is now number two in King County with uh, youth referrals to the juvenile justice system. So I saw a huge issue with our youth um, and not their issue, but our city's issue. And so I wanted to get into the council so that we can work on some programs for our youth, making sure that they are not um, since the school-to-prison pipeline, but sent into career pathways and to jobs. And so that's why I ran two and a half years ago, and now I'm here. 
So what would you say some of your major accomplishments have been on as a Federal Way City Council member? So on the council, in my first year, uh, one of the things that, that we did was we decided to have uh, council meetings sporadically throughout the community, so not always committee and council meetings at City Hall in, in order to get more community voice. Um, I was able to lead the effort to get uh, funding for youth violence prevention. In 2017, we had um, four murders of our youth in and around Federal Way, and I wanted to, to do that. And so we started a team called the Federal Way Youth Action Team, of which I'm a board member, and that that team and consortium has worked to decrease the number of police referrals out of our schools and also to provide opportunities, innovative solutions, and breakthrough services for our youth in better way. And so we've done that. We've also started a um, housing uh, commission so we can look at housing affordability as well as, um, you know, look into the issues with our uh, police department. And, and we're trying to start a account- police accountability board um, we're working towards that. It hasn't been done yet, but we're working on that right now. I would recommend that you c- contact Reverend Harriet Walden, yeah. Mothers okay. for Police Accountability in Seattle, and she started the organization almost been 20, 25 years ago. But she could give you tremendous insight. She also hosts Mother's Justice Show on this, pro- on this station on Mondays at 2 o'clock. So I'll, okay. I'll, if you don't mind, I'll pass your information on to her because she's always interested in helping people who are dealing with police accountability. Absolutely. And, and cooperation when things are right. And, and you know, and for the listenership, Jesse, uh, in uh, 19 or 2018, you got the Martin Luther King Commemoration Committee Community Service Award. So congratulations yes, on that. That's just one Thank of your numerous awards. But also, you know, I think the listenership needs to understand you've been working with young people all your adult life. And we're talking about you were a coach of, uh, of one of the teams out there. Weren't you a basketball coach or something? Yes, sir. We use basketball. Oh, my goodness. So from the perspective of running for state legislature, have you begun developing your uh, your platform? Because we know we need you down there big time. Yes. So, yeah, and I think, you know, with going into this year, um, it's a huge year. It's, it's a, obviously a partisan year in 2020, being on the same slate of candidates as, as the president and a number of huge, um, you know, political issues. But I think I'm, I'm focused on, you know, my platforms of, of reforming our juvenile justice system so that it reflects our community in a restorative way. Um, housing affordability, transportation is going to be huge, but also making sure that our youth have opportunities in the trade, in the tech industry. There's no reason why your area code should determine your life outcome. And I think we need to make sure that in better way in the 30th district, we have those opportunities for our youth. So, uh, Congressman uh, uh, Jesse. Congressman, me with Representative of the Congressman, the governor. I got you in Congress already. Uh, uh, (laughs) Denny Heck's not running. I don't know if he's in his district, though. Uh, Is Denny in your district out of Tacoma? He's further south. Yeah, He's just south, about 10 minutes away. (laughs) So, now, are you thinking about moving once you, any part of your district? No, I'm just, we'll we'll leave that alone for now. (laughs) So, in in federal way, how are the schools doing in terms of addressing that uh, educational achievement gap? with African-Americans and, and the uh, other population? Uh, I've had many conversations with Dr. Tammy and she is focused on it. She sees the data. One of the biggest issues, though, is uh, federal way. Uh, we're seeing a huge gentrification process, and we've talked about it on this show, uh, with people being pushed out, and then people are just not prepared, like our educators are not prepared for the influx of students. And so we need to really look at training, and so I'm trying to provide culturally responsive training and critically conscious training opportunities for our teachers 
and they are they are they're they're open to it, and they're working with organizations like the Federal Action Team to make sure that we have opportunities for you know the schools to learn more about our kids, and for nonprofits and service providers to go into the schools during the school day, so not just after school programs, but from nine to two to work with our kids directly. And those opportunities are starting to happen. Well, look, I absolutely support your campaign. Can you just share with the listenership again, the audience? when the event is, what time, and where at, location? Yes, sir. So it's going to be next Thursday, December 19th, from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Federway Youth Action Team Think Lab uh, location in Federway. And so the, the flyer's on my website at votejessejohnson.com, and it'll be next Thursday. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone there. Well, Jesse, I, I'm wishing you nothing but good luck. We want to keep up with you. Uh, the programs and stuff, I want you to share with me via email some of the programs with the youth that you're doing because uh you know that can be used in tacoma and seattle and mount lake terrace all across the state really and so we really would like to have you share that information with us absolutely i can do that thank you and, and, oh. and jesse if people can't attend can they donate on your website yes they can there's a donation site directly on my website as well so again it's votejessejohnson.com okay and your birthday is next thursday i want to wish my brother jackie rye his birthday is today so jackie happy birthday to you and I got a bunch of other relatives coming next week. So next week we'll have some new ones. So, Jesse, thanks very much, man. And I will see you next Thursday as an observer to see what's going on. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right, now. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Federal Way City Council Member Jesse Johnson, who is running for the 30th Legislative District for an open seat. And his event is next Thursday. We'll have more information on next Thursday when we're on again. Okay, we're going to take a break and come back with Shadi Moore after this, the chair of the Seattle MLK Organizing Coalition. We could not make use of public accommodations. Public transportation was segregated. And often we had to sit in the back and within transportation, uh, transportation within cities, we often had to stand over empty seats because sections were reserved for whites only. We did not have the right to vote in so many areas of the South. And the struggle was to deal with these problems. Now, certainly they were difficult problems. They were... Step up your commute and ride light. Sound Transit's new Capitol Hill and University of Washington Link Light Rail stations are now open. Get around town faster and more reliably than ever. Ride now from the University of Washington to Capitol Hill in just four minutes or continue on to Westlake Station in just eight minutes. Find lots of helpful information on how to ride, how to get an ORCA card, and more at ulink2016.org. Link Light Rail. More stations, more places. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. These conditions, we made it clear that it was ultimately more honorable to accept jail cell experiences than to accept segregation and humiliation by the thousand students. All right, now, yeah, that leads up to our, our next guest, which is Shadi Moore the chair of the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition, who was working diligently to have a successful event on January 20th of 2020, the MLK holiday. Sade, welcome to Urban Forum Northwest with Thank Hayward you. Evans and Eddie Rye, two of your committee members. Matter of fact, we had Fred Anderson talk about 
the work they're going to be doing with the Seahawks and our distinguished treasurer, Tana Yasu, they're setting a meeting up with the Seahawks so uh, they'll get more support and try to get some of the players to do some public service announcements and some TV spots. And instead of having 20000 we want you to have 50000 this year. Mm, that's so, wonderful. So, Shade, first of all, some of our listeners might not know much about you. Why don't you take a minute or so, give them a little uh, your background information. And uh, do you have your doctorate degree yet? But anyway, you, I'll let you talk I about don't. that. I don't. So um, I've been working with the committee probably for like the last six to eight years. Um, I was originally introduced by uh, Teresa Gossett, uh, which is uh, Councilmember Gossett's uh, sister. So uh, just got involved um, and has been kind of um, doing it every year, been drawn back. And this is my second year as uh, chair for the organizing coalition. Um, I just turned 30. Uh, so I'm not originally from Seattle, but Seattle raised me. Um, I'm from Illinois. I uh, got one daughter who's about to be 10. And I am about, per se, 15 months away from obtaining my doctor's degree in organizational leadership. And you know, it's something we just had. Our, our first guest was, uh, well, our guest right before you was Jesse Johnson, who will be 30 on next Thursday, the 19th. And he is on the Federal Way City Council, is running for the yes. open legislative seat out in Federal Way. So we got a bunch of movers and shakers on today, which is always good to have. So why don't you uh, uh, also t- give us a little information about the, uh, the theme this year, uh, what's going on, how people get involved. And I posted the website address on uh, all the emails and also on Facebook, too. Awesome. So what we've been telling anybody that's interested in volunteering or supporting the coalition, and even if you would like to donate, um, you can donate electronically on our website. Um, and the website also has information for you to send um, a check or money order to our PO box. Um, and that will drop into um, our account at the Urban League. Um, we are still uh, a little bit, I'm not going to say we are um, we're behind, but we are planning on having our program finalized here in the next week. Um, so we're hoping to get that on the website. I know I've been having a lot of people ask who's going to be on the program, who's going to be speaking, entertainment can we expect. Um, so, again, I've been just letting everybody know that it is going to be on the website in the next week or so. Um, our program chair has been working with the subcommittee on making sure that gets finalized uh, well in advance of uh, the, the Christmas uh, holiday. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. Um, we've been having just there's been so much going on. We've been seeing a lot of new people um, from the community just showing up at our meetings and supporting uh, we've been getting a lot of support from different uh, other organizations and uh, just businesses all over the state of Washington, uh, which has been excellent. We've uh, just recently had a couple of um, media agencies reach out to us in order to see if they can do a couple of interviews, if they can set up uh, the day of the event, um, how can they get involved. Um, our email account has been getting blown up with different requests for volunteer or just tabling at the Ops Fair, um, and just everybody's been on, on board. We've been seeing a lot more young people coming in to our meetings as well, just asking how they can help and how they can support. Um, so that's also been very great. Um, next year we're also working on um, just 
reaching again more and more out to uh, the surrounding community to try to see if we can get um, more young people to either intern or to support in other ways um, or just to be a part of the program altogether. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to reshape in 2020. And I keep mentioning 2020 because 2020 vision is our theme for next year. So there's just a lot that you can do with that. But what we're doing is we are pretty much giving the public uh, the opportunity to fill in that gap, what they want to see in 2020, whether it's, you know, um, it's more affordable health care, whether it's, you know, it's into homelessness. There's just so many things that you can substitute or you can put in that theme so that it identifies more with you. So, uh, yeah, we're we're on a roll. We are a couple weeks away from uh, the event, but all in all, I am predicting an even larger turnout than last year, which is always great, just due to the high publicity in the request and um, just the amount of um, uh, support we've been getting, not only from those in-state, but out-of-state as well. Uh, Chardet, Dr. Moore, I like, I like Dr. Moore personally. I know you're going to get your doctorate soon. But, but doc, Dr. Moore, now, one, let me first congratulate you because you've done a great job in terms of organizing the event. And I know that in 2018, you also got the Martin Luther King Commemoration Committee Award for community organizing. But, I did. Uh, yeah, but, but on that note, in terms of the event itself, because that uh, gym at Garfield is always packed. Is it yes. going to be? Is it going to be live stream where people can see it on their uh, on their phones or on the computer or something? We have not uh, discussed that yet, but I will make sure that that information. Not, that's actually not a great, not a bad idea. Um, and I want to say that it was probably brought up um, at our closeout meeting uh, this past uh, celebration year. Um, but what I can tell you is that we have a larger team now supporting our media and outreach. Um, so I think this uh, request is more of a possibility um, in the future. I cannot guarantee it for the 2020 marching rally. Um, but like I said, we are hoping that maybe one of our um, media sponsors or media support uh, teams can um, look into that. And I'll take care of that, Sade. That. I will take care of it. Awesome. Okay, I, I know I know uh, the folks that can, can do a real good job, and it was like uh, I talked to a couple of elderly people in the store recently, and Martin Luther King was on their mind. They said, "You know, it's we you know we we can't get there," and I was saying, "You know, there might be a way to get it to you," and yeah, I really think the live stream, I think that would be great. The other thing that's happening too this year is that 2020 is a centennial celebration for Garfield High School. It's 100 yes, years it old. Is. Yeah, so. Uh, the folks from uh, from uh, the Centennial Committee uh, were talking about having a table, letting everybody know that it is uh, uh, the 2020, uh, uh, the, the Centennial Celebration for Garfield. Now, Shadi, why don't you run down uh, the list of the committees? And I think the, all this information is on the website as well. Uh, for people who are interested, it's still, it's not too late for them to participate. It so is not. You, it's never too late. Okay, run, would you run down the list of the committees? Yeah, so we have logistics, um, we have program, we have media and outreach, we have the young leaders, um, we have fundraising, we have workshops, um, we have volunteers, um, and I want to say I, I may be, I, we have food, um, and I may be missing one or two, but that is, from my knowledge, uh, the complete list. Now, the Opportunity Fair. 
we got that one too. So <laughs> I don't know how I missed that one, but absolutely we have that one as well. Uh, Charlie, how many workshops do we have now this year? Do you know? By um, I believe from our last meeting, um, they uh, the team proposed twenty. Um, and don't correct me uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, again, I want to say that that information is going to be finalized on the website here soon as well. But uh, we had approved for the workshop committee uh, to complete the finalizing of all the workshops that are going to be um, on our website as well as will be in attendance for the event. So that, again, will be finalized before the Christmas holiday as well. And that information will be made public on our website. And those workshops started at what time? Let's say what workshops start. What is that? Last year, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight or nine. I know it's very, very early. No, so the opportunity fair start before the workshops. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so I think you asked start like at nine, well, nine thirty to eleven or something like that. Yeah. It definitely ends right before the the program. Right. So right. I want to say, I know from what I've seen, some start a little bit earlier than others. I guess, depending on if there is a large number of attendees. But, yes, you're probably right around the time frame, around 9 to 11. Okay. And we're going to have someone on, at least a couple of people on, every week up until the event. So we'll be talking to you uh, a, a lot more as things uh, start ratcheting up. So uh, we want to make sure we keep the word out. And then we're going to continuously drive people to the website because there's Absolutely. so much information on there. And once again, and the website, it just looks, you know, I, I can say this from, you know, years of being on the committee. Um, I really do love what our website is doing. Um, we have got some really great feedback um, and input from a couple of uh, uh, key members of the coalition, uh, some of our legacy, our legacy individuals who said the workshop just, it's, it, it's colorful, it's organized, and there's a lot of things on there that, you know, they didn't see um, in the past years. So, again, we have a team that is working on it day and night, and that's what I love is that, you know, we always direct people there because there's just so much information. To keep it in one spot and we keep it updated is, is you know, what we're striving to do. Well, Shadi, I want to thank you for your leadership and your work. And like I said, we'll have you on. The closer we get, the more we'll hear from you because you are, you are the messenger. So thank you very much, and we'll see the next meeting. Thank you, gentlemen. The next meeting is when? It is Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. The 17th. Youth Performing Hearts Center, yes, on the 17th from 630 to 8 p.m. And oh. anyone and everyone is welcome. That adheres to Martin Luther King's principles of nonviolence, peace, and love. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Madam Chair. Gentlemen. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, our next guest is uh, Henry Yates, who I made the public relations chair for Tabor 100. Henry, I hope that's all right with you. Oh, uh, that is just fine. Okay. And uh, Tabor 100, uh, Hayward, they have a building out on Fort Dent Way in uh, Tuckwheeler. And uh, uh, yeah. it's an elaborate facility, and they'll be able to help a lot of people. And so, Henry, why don't you go ahead and share the information with our listeners? Great. Uh, yes, uh, Tabor 100 um, has leased a uh, 11,000 square foot uh, building uh, in Tequila, 7100 uh, Fort Dent Way, and uh, we are calling it our Tabor 100 Business Hub, 
and we intend to offer uh, all kinds of assistance to uh, uh, black-owned and minority businesses uh, throughout the region. Um, we will uh, have conference rooms. Uh, uh, we've got a, a conference room that holds over 100. Then we've got several smaller ones. We have hot desks where you can come in with your laptop and plug into the Internet. We will have uh, cubicle rentals, office rentals, uh, great parking at the facility. Uh, we have a kitchen, a commercial kitchen there for uh, events uh, that uh, might be catered. Um, and we'll be doing a lot of business coaching and uh, other kinds of meetings to help uh, businesses uh, get better and, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and generate more revenue. And that's great. And, you know, looking at uh, the disparity studies, we need about 10 or 15 hubs if when it comes down to, to black participation. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, know you've seen the disparity I know you've seen the disparity studies. Right. Oh, yeah. The several disparity studies that have showed that African-Americans lag way behind other ethnicities in uh, obtaining contracts and that sort of thing. Um, we'll, we'll start with this first one and go from there. Uh, Henry, have you gotten any feedback uh, from any of uh, your participants regarding I-1000 and the fact that it was not approved? Uh, not really. Um, I, you know... Uh, Tabor 100, just in general, is uh, ready to engage uh, again if there is uh, or when there's another effort. Um, I, I know that a lot of people felt very, very good about the fact that uh, this uh, thing was only defeated by less than 1% of the uh, electorate and five counties um, uh, voted in favor uh, as opposed to, you know, I-200, where uh, there was only one county that voted in favor. But, you know, the problem, Henry, is that we have all these elected officials who are supporting, they pour it out to support equality and inclusion. But when you look at the numbers, you don't see their commitment. Well, um, yeah, I, I can't dispute you there. Well, Henry, you know, now, when this upcoming legislative session, uh, we're going to be pushing that disparity study. We know Tabor is going to be there because the state did uh, complete a federally approved disparity study that showed that, uh, that discrimination is alive and well here, and we're still lacking the contracts. So I know you're yeah. going to be there at the forefront, right? Oh, yeah. No, we will definitely join in that effort. So now the other thing is that uh, you had a big event coming up on Saturday. Let's Let's go to that. Yeah, uh, this coming Saturday, uh, 10 a.m., really about 9.45 uh, until noon, uh, we will have the Tabor 100 general meeting. It will be at the business hub. Again, 7100 uh, Fort Dent uh, way in Tequila. Uh, we have a free breakfast, um, as, uh, as you know, a hot breakfast uh, that we'll be serving. Um, and uh, it'll be our first meeting in the new hub building. Uh, we'll be giving tours um, to folks that are interested and in taking a look at all the facilities there. Uh, we'll be um, taking membership from folks that are interested in joining Tabor 100 and being a part of the, uh, part of the hub. We also have uh, our uh, grand opening, which is happening Wednesday, January 15th, actually uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, and that will be an all-day celebration. 
although at 1 p.m. we will have our ribbon cutting uh, with several elected officials and that sort of thing. But anyone in the community is welcome to come to the Tabor Hub uh, anytime during that day on January 15th and uh, join in the, it'll be a celebration. We'll have food there and, you know, uh, uh, some, uh, some prizes and uh, some other things, and of course the tours and, and all that. Uh, uh, so we welcome anyone who's interested, and we do intend to have a presence. Well, we haven't made the request yet, but we, in, we intend to uh, presence at the workshop, the business workshop that will be uh, ongoing uh, at the uh, January 20 uh, Martin Luther King holiday uh, uh, event at uh, Garfield. That's great. Now tell people how they get to, to 7700 Fort Dent Way in Tuckwheeler, Washington. It's 7100. 7100, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the best way to do it is uh, to just uh, take Interstate 5, uh, exit at the uh, uh, first Tequila exit. It is the exit right before uh, the South Center exit. And once you exit there, you would Turn to the uh, to the left when you get to the light, and you drive about uh, two miles past uh, Foster Golf Course and that sort of thing. And I guess the best way to describe where this place is at, it sits uh, directly in back of uh, Family Fun Center okay. um, in Tequila. I know a lot yeah. of people have been to that facility. Yeah. If, if you're coming from South Seattle or you come down Rainier to Grady and follow Grady Way all the way down, uh, right, and you would make a right right past the, the, the fun center. So, Yeah, if you're go- yeah you, you take Grady going to the west, you turn right yeah. mm-hmm. uh, on Grady. Yeah. Yes. So, Henry, yeah. uh, uh, what's your website? Can you give up for the listening audience the website and contact information if they want to get in touch with Tabor? Yeah, well, right now, uh, just go to the Tabor 100 website, uh, uh, tabor100.org, um, and you'll see a link to the business hub, and that'll give uh, all the information you need, the rates for the offices, the rates for uh, all the things we're doing, uh, of course, a pitch to join Tabor 100, where you get some discounts on some of the uh, facilities at the hub, um, and we'll keep that up to date and uh, let everybody know through that uh, uh, website uh, how they can connect with uh, folks at the Hub and uh, become a part of Tabor and, you know, grow their business uh, through what we're doing. Uh, We'll also, just so you know, announce uh, workshops, meetings, other kinds of things that benefit the uh, uh, African-American businesses and minority communities. Henry, thank you very much. Hope you guys have a success, successful event on uh, on Saturday. I'm going to try to get through there. I know I'm committed to do something with fathers and sons together, and Kathy Wilmore is on the line right now to talk about that. And so the, thank you, the, Henry. And the day of caring okay, thank in Mount you. Zion. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next guest is uh, Kathy Wilmore from Fathers oh. and Sons Together, and they're having a basketball empowerment camp uh, on Saturday at Rainier Beach Community Center. So, Kathy, welcome to Urban Forum Northwest once again. And share with our listeners what's going on. Well, hello. Thank you so much again, Ms. Patty Wright, for inviting us on. Um, We're excited about this camp. We're concluding our year um, with our events. 
Um, so uh, the camp will feature the dynamic father-son duel, Donald and Slick Watts. Um, we're excited to have them once again, and um, we're most honored to have Mr. Eddie Rye to be our moderator for our uh, fast talk conversations that will happen um, during the camp with our um, adult conversations, um, our panel discussions. So we're excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. Along with, um, um, along with our speakers, uh, Mayor Durkin will be there and um, Dr. Ed Taylor from the uh, Dean of University of Washington and Dee Dee Richardson from Dee Dee Real Estate Group, Dr. Ben Danielson, um, who's the medical director at the Odessa Brown Clinic, and Mrs. Tomika uh, Mosley will also be there. She's a herbalist to join in, the, in on the conversations regarding um, education, um, health and wellness, and positive social change. So it's going to be a dynamic event. Ezel's Fried Chicken is going to be uh, catering the event. So, um, though, you know, that's one of our favorite places to go. And uh, we're just excited. We're anticipating a great time. Yes, and I want to let everybody know that Larry Wilmore, her, her, her other half, is, one, is the leader but he's over at Safeway in, in Rainier Beach, <laughs> the manager, yes, the manager right. over there. So, no, it's good to see our, our brothers and sisters doing well. So give our listening audience the information because this program will repeat on Saturday morning, 7 to 8. So why don't you uh, let our listeners know where can they get the information on this event and additional information. Great. Again, okay. the, uh, the event is on Saturday, December 14th. Uh, from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Rainier Beach Community Center. Feel free to give me a call to sign in at 206-228-6460. Again, that's 206-228-6460. Or visit our website at fastfathersandsonstogether.org to, um, to register online. Um, this is a free event. We have a lot of activities and food and um games planned and it's just going to be a great time we have some other special guests coming some surprise guests coming so um it's going to be a great time we hope that everyone comes out in the spirit of the holiday season to uh enjoy community enjoy and embrace uh, what we have to offer in building our father-son relationship and our community well kathy wilborn want to thank you and larry and other members of fathers and sons together uh, i will definitely i'll be there saturday as you said, I'll be moderating a panel, and uh, so I look forward to doing that. What time is that panel going to be, in case somebody just want to see me? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Come and enjoy. The panel will start right at 2.15 to 3.30, and uh, lunch will, will follow. So come and have enjoy the conversation and have lunch with us, and um, stay if you please, or if you need to leave at that time, you're free to do so. Okay, yeah, I want to challenge Slick and some one-on-one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. You know he's always game ready. I, I know it. I'm not. Okay, thank, thank you, Kathy. We appreciate your time and thank your you efforts. Thank you so much. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Yes. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Lady A.
after this. Step up your commute and ride light. Sound Transit's new Capitol Hill and University of Washington Link Light Rail stations are now open. Get around town faster and more reliably than ever. Ride now from the University of Washington to Capitol Hill in just four minutes or continue on to Westlake Station in just eight minutes. Find lots of helpful information on how to ride, how to get an Orca card, and more at ulink2016.org. Link Light Rail. More stations, more places. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. All right, you just heard from Lady A. We're trying to hook up with her now. We know that she has more than one gig because she does have a daytime gig with her singing. But uh, she's having a her fourth annual Red and White Affair at the Royal Esquire Club on Saturday. And uh, the doors open at 6 o'clock. Uh, the dinner and the program will start at 7 uh, we're waiting for us to give us a call back to see if we can get her on the air. But in the meantime, Urban Forum Northwest is brought to you by Sound Transfer Small Business Development Labor Compliance Office, the City of Seattle's Purchasing and Construction Services Office, the Port of Seattle's a Diversity Contracting Office with me and Rice, Concourse Concessions with David Fukuhara, SeaTac Bar Group with the two first lieutenants that did two tours of duty in Desert Storm, Rod O'Neill and Jerry Whitsett. Uh, they have the, the Mountain Room Bar and Africa Lounge uh, out at uh, Concourse A. Stephanie Ogle does our website. And as I indicated earlier, we did get a text back from Congressman Hank Johnson. He said he didn't see an end in sight on the impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. And i tell you one thing, I, I, it's hard for me to figure out what's going on because it seems to me that the R's, the Republicans, are talking about a process as opposed to what actually happened. Now, we've had people who were right at the table listening on the phone, folks who got ran out of uh, uh, Ukraine, a distinguished ambassador with distinguished service, was uh, maligned by the White House. And also, it's really strange, they say that there was, uh, we were not allowed to have any witnesses. Well, you didn't allow Bolton. Right. You didn't allow your, your chief of staff. You didn't allow the secretary of uh, state. You didn't allow any of those people to speak. And then when Sutherland uh, went to the president after he lied and said, what should I do? President Trump said, tell the truth. He told the truth, said everybody was in the loop, including Mike Pence, the secretary of state, right. Mike Mulvaney. All of them were in the loop. They all knew what was going on. And to pretend like it's not happening is unacceptable. And what gets me half his campaign staff, come on, everybody out there knows they're in jail. Exactly. And the ones who aren't in jail are under indictment right now. They're under investigation. But on a happy note, front page of the medium newspaper, Miss USA, Miss America, Miss Teen USA, and now Miss Universe are all black women. And the thing I like about the media more than anything is the fact that Last month, it was uh, some food, and the month before that, in October, it was a uh, clothing drive, and now we're down to the, the medium's toy drive, and I'm glad to see the Seahawks. Uh, Jadavon Clowney is uh, the defensive lineman who gave uh, the quarterback from uh, San Francisco the Blues, although a lot of people didn't, didn't do it uh, much, but, you know, we're going to have a down game. But he's doing stuff for kids. I also want to – Give a shout-out to my friend, uh, uh, Mr. Richard Jefferson, who uh, gave $20,000 worth of food to food banks that had empty shelves. And these were all across the Puget Sound area. 
So that's one thing about these brothers. And like we, Fred Anderson was mentioning earlier, our first guest, talking about the collaboration between the Seahawks through Mario Bailey and the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition to get those guys involved right. in that too because it's always good to have uh, uh, those guys, those stellar, those pillars of our community involved because we definitely need to attract some younger African-American and younger men to get involved. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with having all female leadership of the committee, but we need to have everybody involved because Ashade, K.L. Shannon, Gene Buskin, Tana Yasu, they're doing an outstanding job. Their leadership has just been stellar. And, you know, for the people who don't, don't, don't know, Eastside Castley defeated uh, O'Day. But that wasn't, if you would have watched the football game, it was outstanding. The last two minutes, they scored like half the points Ooh, on the board. It was, an, it was an insane game. So if you have a chance, go to uh, ESPN or one of the other channels to see if you can watch that game. It was a very, very, very exciting game. And, you know, every Tuesday, every Thursday night at Rumba Notes Lounge, Sisters That Rock the Arts uh, do their thing. Uh, that's in Columbia City. Every Thursday, Nichelle Alderson and LaTanya will welcome you. I don't know if Geneva Runga is emceeing or hosting tonight or not. But uh, so we have something else to do. And then once again, on uh, Saturday, uh, for uh, men who wants to get involved with Fathers and Sons together, Rainier Beach Community Center, uh, Slick Watson, his son, will be there. The empowerment basketball camp will be going on. So I want to make sure that you take advantage of that. Now, are there any other Christmas parties that we're missing? Uh, Mount Zion has their Day of Caring. It's also Saturday where they uh, give out gifts to families, stockings, they have food and everything. So that's going to be an interesting event as well. And also I want to give a shout-out to the members. There's a reception at City Hall at the Bertha Landis uh, room at 4 o'clock. Uh, I got a note from Bruce Harrell. Uh, they're saying bye-bye and holiday wishes to the departing uh, Seattle City Council members. You know, and, and on that note, I plan on being down there. I'm, I'm going to head down there to make sure that, because Bruce, uh, in his last few years, he's been on our side. He funded the Martin Luther King Commemoration Committee, wrote it in the budget. Okay, well, Hayward and I will be talking with you again next week on the 19th. Don't forget Jesse's 30th birthday yes. at the Federal Way Youth Action Team office next Thursday, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. He will be announcing his kickoff for the 30th district at 30 years old. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you.